0: The Provoke Podcast, brought to you by Provoke Media and produced by the International Broadcast Specialist Marketeers.
1: Hello and welcome to the Provoke Podcast. My name is Diana Marzalek. I am a senior reporter with Provoke Media. And today we are here to discuss the talent issue or challenges of talent in the PR industry. Over the last 18 months, recruiting and keeping talent has become one of the PR industry's biggest challenges. In a broad sense, there's just not enough talent to go around, um, meaning employees more and more are able to call their own shots if they're available at all. And on top of that, the industry is grappling with how to diversify and the need to move beyond traditional recruitment methods. So we have two guests um, here today to talk recruitment in the PR industry and to help us um, get a bigger picture of, of where we're at and where we're going. We have Heather Kernahan, who is the global CEO of the agency Hotwire, and Michael Kay, who is the corporate communications manager for LinkedIn. Welcome.
2: Thank you. Really happy to be here, Diana.
0: So happy to be here with both of you.
1: Good. We'll have a lively conversation then. We will. Um, Yes. So let's just start off with a little bit of a big picture. What hiring trends are we seeing in tech comms, PR, marketing right now? I mean, have we moved beyond that sort of great talent crunch or are we still in the thick of it?
2: Is this, cue, is this where we cue the crying? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. oh, this is it. Yeah. I'm going to play um, violin right now. yeah we are well you know from my perspective so I run a global business we're in seven different countries and I'm part of some global communications organizations and this is what everybody is talking about around the world I feel we are still deeply in the middle of this and we're still looking for all the opportunities to solve this big problem the talent problem
1: um, and and why is it though? I mean, what when it boils down to it? I know there's a lot of factors, but when it boils down to it, why, why do we have this talent problem now, Michael? Walk it. Any thoughts? Oh no, Heather, you go ahead. I don't.
2: <laughs> okay, sure. So <laughs> sorry about that. No, no, no. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Michael.
0: Yeah, I was I was just going to add um, to echo to echo Heather. Um, this is something we're seeing at LinkedIn, and I'm kind of in a unique situation where. I'm working in the communications industry, but I'm also doing it at one of the world's largest professional networking sites. What we're seeing here is that there is a great reshuffle amongst talent, and it's not siloed to the communication or PR industry. Almost 40% of our recent survey uh, respondents reported feeling really burnt out since the pandemic began. But what we're seeing now is that being overworked is really not only the it's not the only reason that's driving people to look for something new we're actually seeing that not making enough money is the number one reason workers are thinking about changing jobs this year and if you look at my own personal career trajectory i always always left for more money and promotion and of course those weren't the only factors but they did play a really important role in my decision-making. So from what we're seeing now, workers are leaving for many reasons, but salary is really topping the list.
1: When you say salaries though, hasn't that always been sort of the trajectory when people get into a business and whether you're moving within your own industry or to a different industry? I mean, promotion, more money, all of that stuff is, is what many people aspire to. So does that mean they have to leave the comms industry to get that?
0: no i I really don't think so i mean i've been in the industry for almost a decade now, and i've you know remained in this space will always remain in this space. I think there's a absolute ton of opportunity you have an abundance of you know open roles on the agency side um but also in house there's a there's a lot of avenues people can you know explore right now.
1: So um Heather I'm wondering what you're hearing from people if there's or or just taking in if if there are sort of myths or um, people don't understand uh, the depth and the breadth of the PR industry I mean do people mm. not realize the different kinds of career opportunities they could have or paths they could take within the industry rather than jump and ship
2: I think there is still a misperception in some among some folks thinking about the industry that PR is mostly about entertainment, PR or uh, celebrities or publicity. And it's such a vast industry now, and really more communications than it is just pure public relations. PR, I'd say, is one part of communications. And so what we take a look at, um, I know Michael teaches a course, and I do a lot of mentoring with students, is just try to introduce people really early on in their careers to the different options that are available to them, even the different size companies that you could work at. You don't have to only do communications work. You can work in marketing function. You've got a lot of room in your career to grow with this. So everything from internal communications to corporate communications to uh, policy communications—it's it's just vast. So when you're on the outside looking in, I think you you may whatever you think PR is in your mind—that's your perception of the entire industry. So I think it's important, even at the high school level, to start to introduce what communications looks like and what marketing skills you can have to get great jobs. And we've just got to profile all of those different jobs in many different ways to people who are coming up out of school, but also I think to mid-level career professionals who might be in an adjacent industry and think, I need something different and I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. And that's why uh, we recently launched a program called Into Tech that is a three-part career series trying to introduce the tech industry and all the different options to mid and senior level professionals who might need a change and might be interested in tech, for example, but not quite sure how to get in. Interesting, you you touched on um, two um,
1: points that I find interesting. One is boiling things down to the high school level and um, or college level. And and that seems like that is one key movement in terms of uh, attracting diverse candidates as well. opening that and then getting people from the outside. Um, People bring different talents, right? To the PR industry and you don't have
2: to start from ground zero. No, you certainly don't. And all the different job titles that are available now, when I look at communications teams of our clients and and even what we're opening up, there's, there's science-based jobs, data science-based jobs. There's research jobs as there have been for many years in our industry. There's so many roles opening in the creative strategy space. And, there are, we could take people from business degrees, people from marketing degrees, people from science degrees, they can all work in this industry now. So I think we've got our own communications job to do to help advocate for it and attract more people in.
1: Michael, what are you seeing in terms of people not really having, we have to break a mindset, right? That there are certain myths out there or rather misunderstandings or just lack of knowledge uh, among candidates about what the PR industry is or what is required, whether you need a degree, whether it's not diverse, whether it's all in Silicon Valley. I mean, this is sort of a larger industry-wide issue. How do you even start to break down those big barriers?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if I even look back to how I looked at the industry when I was in college, everyone around me told me that PR was mainly being a publicist for you know, celebrities. It was a a lot of focus on planning events. And that's sort of what, um, uh, you know, I thought when I entered the industry and it's been completely different. And, you know, Heather just mentioned this, but this semester I'm actually teaching a public relations course at NYU here in New York City. And one of my recent lessons actually focused on the breadth and depth of opportunities within our industry. You know, for example, none of my students even knew that internal communications was a a path that they were able to explore. And if you look specifically at the tech space that Heather and I are in, there's so many opportunities within that industry alone. You know, you can go into consumer tech, healthcare tech the list really goes on and in addition to those areas i know that hotwire alone has clients in enterprise tech fintech industrial tech retail tech so there really is a you know ton of opportunities to explore and you know taking that a step further there's a ton of different disciplines you can focus on whether that's you know being a media strategist or a content creator or working more in the digital space focusing on social um, so I, I do think there's just you know we always say that never you know no day is ever the same, um, and I found that to be true nearly eight nine years later. I, I just think there's so many um, skills that you can bring into this industry.
1: Heather, I I hate to tr- go backward, but I missed something. I'm, I didn't pick up on something that you said. You were talking mm-hmm. about into tech program, the uh, training program. Is that it? it's an online sort of introductory yes. training program? I'm wondering who you're seeing in it. It's not necessarily for people in PR, correct? Who's enrolling?
2: Well, when we put it together, what we thought is we wanted to create something for mid to senior level professionals outside of the tech industry. So we thought we would probably get communications, PR and marketing and branding skilled people who maybe haven't worked in the tech industry before and help them understand the language of the industry and and get a little bit of confidence so that they would feel they could come apply at Hotwire or any job in, in an agency or a tech company. What we saw is when we started promoting it is there was actually quite a bit of demand from people outside of communications who really weren't sure what communications was all about or marketing was all about and skewing younger in their career. People have been working for two to five years and are looking to make a change, I think, because of what's happened with the pandemic. So we just opened up the course February 15th and it runs for a month and we'll see, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see who completes the course, what kind of feedback we get on it and to see if it can help people make a small step towards getting a career in the tech industry, if that's what they want.
1: That's great. And what other, both of you, what, what sort of other programs are out there? I mean, Michael, you're teaching, Heather, you have this, but are there coaching, mentoring programs? What, what solutions are out there, whether you're doing them or on a bit larger scale?
0: Yeah, I I think there's, um, what I've been seeing a lot over the pandemic is people actually turning to platforms like LinkedIn to offer different mentorship opportunities. And I would recommend anyone, students, recent graduates, people who are mid-level or senior level, or just looking to transition careers, I would encourage them to really look for these opportunities because they've been really helpful for myself, both as someone who's offering these services um, and someone who's taking advantage of these services. I think when I was, you know, I'm a first-generation college graduate, so when I entered the industry, I had absolutely no connections within the communications and PR space, and it was really, really challenging for me. Um, What I did was just quickly network um, as much as I possibly could at every single agency I worked at, I got to build strong relationships, both with my clients and other industry professionals. So now, years later, I have a pretty close network of people I can tap for support um, at companies like Amazon and Twitter and Verizon and TikTok. Um, But there's also people out there who are offering support to people of every single level. I've actually been holding one-on-one mentorship lessons with people every week this month. I'm also doing an, you know, ask me anything sessions on Instagram all to really help people enter this field or interested in or, or people who are interested in starting to build their own networks and it's not just people in comms and PR that I'm hearing from. I'm connecting with someone next week who is a journalist, I believe they work in broadcast specifically and they're interested in exploring opportunities within the PR space to see if it's worth them making the shift from, you know, media to comms.
1: It really sounds like the industry um, or a segment of the industry or you too are out there, you know, willing to help. Um, it's a matter of connecting, I guess, and people finding you and you finding them when it looks for candidates. Um, so you're both in tech comms specifically, If someone wants to move into tech comms, how would you describe or articulate the differences between working in-house at a a, a business like you, Michael, or an agency like you, Heather?
0: Yeah, I mean, for for those who aren't familiar with me, I have experience at both agencies of all sizes, so boutique all the way up to large, but I have been working in-house for the past few years. I tell this to everyone I speak to. If I could restart my career right now, I'd still begin at a communications agency like Hotwire. I think agencies taught me all the foundational and tactical skills needed to thrive in this industry. You're also working on a diverse group of clients, which I think is just really beneficial to anybody's career. Um, but working in-house at companies like okay, Cupid and LinkedIn Definitely have other benefits. I think when you're working in-house, for me, it's been easier to gain a deep understanding of the business and the company's goals um, because here I have really close relationships with finance and marketing and product and research and senior leadership. So it's been a lot easier for me to see you know, the bigger picture. But again, I, I always tell people, if you have the opportunity, begin on the agency side.
2: And Heather, you are. an Asian I did the opposite. <laughs> yeah. I thought you would. Yeah. When I graduated from um, college, I did, a, I did my undergrad and I did a one-year diploma in public relations. And I had no idea about all the different options available. And so I started at a university, uh, which was too slow paced for me. And then by accident got a, a first job in the tech industry. And I worked inside technology companies, uh, startups, and some big global ones for about the 15 or 18 years. And I thought I would never want to go to an agency. I had lots of agency partners. And I agree with Michael, you get to go really deep. You get to know an industry really well. You get to know technology really well. You get to work with the engineers and sit by their side as they're thinking about which new features they're going to develop. And I just love my time inside technology companies. And then by chance, I ended up going to an agency. And now I think, my gosh, how could I ever go back? Because instead of working with just one, I get to work with so many great technology brands in a different way and using different skill sets. But I just, I love that variety. And I think that is why a lot of people come to agencies and consultancies. It's the ability to get to work on many different brands and use many different skill sets. Both have their advantages.
1: Yes. So what advice do you have for someone who may want to move into tech, whether they're starting or whether they're somebody from another career, another business, Um, someone comes to you, what do you tell them?
0: I would first remind people that you can join the tech industry with no prior tech experience. I feel like people get discouraged really early on before even reaching the application phase, and I would encourage them not to think that way. You know, For years, we've seen publications like Forbes and Wall Street Journal claim that every company is now a tech company, and it really is when you think about it, we're no longer in a place where you can create or market, or provide a product or service without technology. So if you don't have any prior experience within the tech industry, I would still apply for the role if you're meeting several of the other qualifications. You know, before joining this space, I was focused on clients in food and beverage, personal care, grooming, and now I've worked at one of the largest dating apps and the largest professional networking site in the world. So there's a lot of transfer, uh, transferable skills. Um, and when I was on the agency side, I saw a lot of these clients starting to do things in the tech space, whether that was a campaign leveraging, you know, AR or a quick service restaurant, building a mobile app and us having to, you know, manage the comms around that.
2: And Heather? Yeah. The one bit of advice, I, I really love that. I have a goal in mind. That's the, the first thing I would say, even if it's a mini goal, And that might be to talk to two people that you're connected with on LinkedIn who've made that transition over. So you get some firsthand experience from someone who's done it themselves and start to do what we call behave famously. And that is read media outlets that are focused on tech coverage or in an industry publication, see who the tech reporter is and start to read that, start to share articles about technology on your social channels, write little opinion pieces and post it on LinkedIn. Start to build your own brand within the tech industry. Ask people for help in conversations and keep moving forward with it. There are hundreds of thousands of jobs open for communications, marketing, and brand people in the tech industry, both agency side, consulting, and within tech companies. So we need you. Get in here. (laughs) Just start making one step at a time.
1: I was going to ask you for your message, but I think you just gave it to me.
2: <laughs> As any... We're hiring.
1: We're hiring. So your final takeaway is we are hiring, and Michael, do you have yes. a final message to uh, your grand listeners
2: out here?
0: Yeah, I would. I would just build off of what Heather just shared, and and you know let people know now is a great time to you know, be looking for a job. There's actually a record setting number of open jobs right now on, on LinkedIn. And we're seeing people land jobs faster than ever before. So it's definitely a you know, really great time to explore new opportunities if you're in a space where you're not feeling appreciated or fulfilled at your your current company. So it's definitely a great time to be out there and exploring new roles.
1: Sounds good. Your inboxes will be flooded as soon as this. Can't put wait. <laughs> <laughs> all right always nice to speak with the both of you and i appreciate the doing it in this format on the podcast um great information and um we'll
2: talk soon super thank you
0: thank you so much you've been listening to the provoke podcast brought to you by provoke media and produced by the international broadcast specialist marketers